0: Here's the drill. I'm
1: your history teacher from now on. We will call this class... Districts. We will discuss current events.
2: Right, what's up everybody and welcome to Gaming History X, the video game show where we talk about modern topics with a little bit of a retro old-time gamer spin. Uh, by the way, our, uh, I, I should give shout-outs because I never do. Our uh, theme song does come from Ozzed.net, O-Z-Z-E-D.net, so thank you very much for that. Uh, he does have a, uh, a system for which you can uh, basically use his stuff and he has some great chiptunes. Anyway, I am one of your hosts, my name is Fred Rojas, and joining me today is uh, Mr. Trees welcome welcome hello hello how you doing
0: good i'm eating Swedish fish and red bull not all right a healthy combination
2: yeah, it depends on who you ask and mm. uh <laughs> and also me joining me from across the pond in our marathon weekend
3: is mr jem elias how you doing sir hello guys yeah i, I just in case i haven't mentioned it i think that that opening theme music is just really awesome oh <laughs> that's my phone music well, thank you much. Yeah, he's he basically allows you to use anything through the creative
2: commons, and then he does have like a, a tip Thing like you can drop him a donation if you want to, and I of course did. So um, for those of you who are our wonderful uh, uh, Patreon contributors, well, actually, yeah, I kind of covered him for you on this one, Jam. Um, uh, If (laughs) you're wondering where the Patreon comes, uh, uh, you know, come uh, goes to, it's mostly with stuff like this, where we can grab a theme song when we need it, we can grab a you know graphic when we need it, or uh, much larger projects, which uh, you'll find uh, out on this week's Gaming History 101, but we haven't announced it yet. So stay. tuned but uh and i fucked up again we had a guest and um she had to cancel last minute and then i had screwed the pooch on our backup guest uh, because i hadn't communicated well so we are guestless again but hopefully that trend will end uh next episode <laughs>
0: so i was right swedish fish are not good for podcasting <laughs> <laughs> they do not i'm, I'm testing it out right now just to see and i can tell you right now Not the best. So if you throw it to me at any time and and you hear nothing, it's because my jaw's glued shut because I'm eating
2: (laughs) Swedish fish. (laughs) And you have a cat in the background. Um, Do it. Get out of here, cat. Yeah. I had that. Scoot. Scoot, cat. Scoot. All right. Well, as everybody knows, we've got a pretty routine show going here, but that's not Mm -hmm. a bad thing. Uh, Got some fun topics coming up. But beforehand, we do have one listener mail, and this is in response to that Zelda video um, that was turned in by Andrew last week. Now, did you guys get a chance to watch this? Yes? No? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Well... uh, Clue Drew has written in, and I'll I'll speak uh, uh, with this as well in a minute. But um, uh, basically, the the review was was pretty. I would say pretty standard for a, uh, a criticism that you see frequently on YouTube these days, which is, let's take a game that's beloved and let's see if it's any good. And as you could probably imagine, this particular individual, who by his own admission has never touched The Legend of Zelda until recently, um, found it to be uh, a terrible game design. In short. <laughs> yeah, in short. Um, so, uh, and Clue uh, kind of takes... An issue with this <laughs> but uh but i think he makes some good points so i'm going to read his response first um he said this could get out of hand if you want to paraphrase parts of it that's fine uh unfortunately i didn't read this in advance so i'm not going to be able to do that that would require prep and, and care and consideration uh, uh and instead we're going to go <laughs> we're going to go unedited here um here we go he goes first off the review seems to be more interested in getting a reaction from legend of zelda fans shocker there it's on youtube um Or giving a rallying point to those who don't like it, then providing solid commentary. I don't say this because it talks about how popular Legend of Zelda is and how the review goes against the popularity. Um, I've seen this before and there are different ways to do it. Uh, this one is not merely noting, disagreeing, or poking fun at the popularity of the game in the series. It's mocking it. The last line of the re- review could be paraphrased as: If you agree with, or if you disagree with me, you are misinformed or wrong. Out of all points they could have ended on, they ended on an attack for those who like the game. So I don't think this is any way of, a, in any way, an objective review. I do want to take a quick postscript and say, Clue, you may not have, you may not have mentioned or meant this when you said it, and um, and, and I'm not agreeing with you or the reviewer at this point but there's no such thing as an objective review a review is literally your opinion mm-hmm. about something and somewhere in the late 2000s people got this idea in their head that there is an objective review and uh, i forget who it was who does objective reviews but they it's hilarious because they're boring right they're like in super yeah. mario brothers you can press a and mario jumps that's an exact uh, objective, objective yeah yep. so <laughs> anyway <laughs> um he says, but they are bare, uh, they are large, basely on the idea of not using a walkthrough. The game shipped with a walkthrough. Maybe they intended you to use it. Now they hold up some ideas behind the game and say that it didn't meet that uh, that it didn't meet them, or say the game is open quote close quote a failure of game design. As someone who makes games, they don't line up with your original goals at all the time. Um, sorry, let me start over as someone who makes games comma they don't line up with your original goals all uh with you with your original goals all the time comma uh they change as they are being made so nintendo may not have originally intended to use walkthroughs and hints but there was a there but there oh sorry but they were there by the time of release and should be included now that they solve all the issues with the game and rtf Oh, sorry. Read the effing manual. He says RTFM um, has uh, added its own issues, but they do help the game. So the game isn't perfect. Uh, my opinion is even the basic formula was not complete until Link uh, to the Past at the earliest. Sorry, I'm trying to read this at, at like a side angle, so I apologize for how kind of sloppy this is, Clue. Um, so Legend of Zelda, no subtitle has issues. Oh, Legend of Zelda colon, no subtitle, has issues, but it's still fun playing it for a number of hours without a walkthrough. I got uh, got up to, oh, I got up to, but did not complete the sixth dungeon using bits of hearsay and patience. In summary, to me, the review seems to have been made with the premise Legend of Zelda is bad by someone who wants to create a controversial video to generate views and knows less about game design than he thinks or is just wrong. Okay, he has some good points, but I just had to say it wrapping my knuckles clue drew ps is there something about my writing style that causes it to be hard to read every time i send in a message people seem to trip up (laughs) reading it other shows too are they too long or do they just need to be proofread more no actually your punctuation is great and all that stuff i think what it is is you convey uh, more thought-provoking issues than the average person who writes it i'm just gonna say it up front and if you know enough about me um I'm pretty rough on reading. Uh, I I read very well when I'm not reading it out loud. It's the whole putting it to words thing. Um, you would probably laugh if you heard the recording sessions that go into making like a cron CD. There are a lot yeah. of fucks and damn it and do that again. And in post, you know, do this. And I have to like remind myself that I need to edit it. So the five minutes of cron CD you hear is probably 25 minutes of me swearing at myself. So sorry about that clue. Um, <laughs> it's also probably that all of us podcasters are trying to read quickly. And uh, again, mm. your, your emails are a little longer. So I apologize for that. I yeah, not
0: yeah, don't be hot on yourself. Fred's just a sure. shit reader.
2: You yeah, know what I mean? I'm just... Yeah, it's true. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it really gives much fair merit, uh, but you guys are welcome to respond if you wish to not have seen the video. But the video is basically 18 minutes of this guy going, I had... I forgot which game it was. I think he said he played Ocarina, but it might have just been Twilight Princess he'd played. And that was pretty much the only Zeldas he'd... Uh, played for a while, then he went back through and played all of them except for Zelda 1 and 2. And then for sure. this, he went back to Zelda 1 and 2, but he kind of like writes off Zelda 2 as like it's really hard and bullshit, which a lot of people will say about that game, uh, although I happen to disagree. And then he proceeds to do some pretty straightforward uh, analysis of the game where he kind of tears it to pieces. Um, but I think his ultimately his argument is flawed because... It's doing one thing that I feel like a lot of people on YouTube and in Wikipedia and in the Facebook generation are doing, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, What did you guys think of of Drew or the concept of this? Do you want to respond in any way to this before we get into it?
0: Well, do you you just want my opinion on uh, what do I think about the whole situation? Yeah. In general? Yeah. Um, Well, I didn't see the video, but I've Mm -hmm. seen videos like that, right? Uh-huh. And uh I don't like any how do I put it? I don't like any like review or opinion uh in that sort of tone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In other words, like we talk about games, right? We've all had on um, podcasts. I've talked about mm-hmm. games forever. But when I talk about a game, uh you can tell it's what I f- the experience I had playing the game. <clears throat> I'm not being mechanical about what the game was and how it's put together, right? Mm-hmm. If I had fun playing a game that's totally fucking broken, I had fun playing it. And I'll tell you, I had fun playing it. I don't really care about the nuts and bolts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, because so I have a problem when it's just a dude breaking down the nuts and bolts of it and saying they're shitty. It's like, well, yeah, but you played it, right? So what do you think of it? Like, did you have fun? Like, you know, who the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> who cares what you think <laughs> about how the game's made? Like. If I wanted to know that, I'd ask the people that made it, not you. Well, yeah, and he's, he's
2: channel, not really you know? talking like, about how it's made in as much as how, well, yeah, how the mechanics flaws. are flawed. That's, yes, yes.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Though, yeah. How shits fit together in the game. But are you having fun? I have problems with Zelda too. You know what I mean? I die 5,000 yep. times doing stuff, but it's fun. I would never say it's a bad game just because of this and that. It's like, eh, with most games that have little. Things you work around it, you 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 get used to it, you figure it out. But if you're having fun, you're having fun. Say you're having fun. Don't don't tell me what how you would have made the game. You didn't make the fucking game, so I don't want to hear about how you would make the game.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like well, make and, your own game then. And I I've, but, I've got some theories as to why all this came to pass, but yeah, I. So,
0: but the, my summary though, in mm-hmm. a nutshell, is is I don't like that kind of tone because it's like who who are you? Who are you to tell me like? Did you have fun or not, man? <laughs> uh, did,
2: did you see how many subscribers he has? No. Um, but uh, and, <laughs> and so I, I, I meant that uh, playfully because I know Andrew's also listening to this. And so uh, I do want to let him know that I did take the video seriously. Um, Jam, did you want to chime in on anything before, uh, before I kind of give my take from having watched it?
3: Uh, not not a lot more than tree. I quite I quite like what tree said. Then actually, like uh, my, okay. my thoughts echoed that. I mean, every, I, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And to be honest, mm-hmm. I've I don't really mind. Um, like if people are going back to play old games, because we're seeing this a lot these days, where yeah. maybe a y- younger younger gamer is going to play a game that obviously we. Uh, I mean I wasn't you know, Zelda probably came out when I was born, I think, if it was eighty-six, but uh, which shows my age in a moment. <laughs> and, and it was but, it was eighty-six. Yeah, so. it was, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, we but the, the, the generations sort of change a bit, and then I, I have no problem with hearing an opinion from a younger mm-hmm. person going back to an older game. Sometimes it's actually quite interesting to hear sort of what their perspective is now because they're going into it from what how they're maybe looking at games that they've grown up with. A bit like you were saying, I think you're saying in the previous podcast, trees about sort of your daughter. Um, being all about the iPod and all about the iPad these days. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's 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 interesting to see what they like, but yeah the, the I don't I don't care for it when it's like that their statement is not they don't kind of consider sort of the history behind it. Again, this the kinda goes with what our podcast is about. A bit like history, well, but well, yeah, well
2: no, actually I've I I, I if you don't mind, I want to piggyback that into my yeah. opinion of it. So I want to say right off the bat, I am of two minds about this video. Um because I do believe that the uh the person who made the video, and again that link is on our uh show notes for the last episode, so definitely go check it out. Um the person who and you don't have to watch the whole thing. I think it's like 18 minutes long. It gets a little long in the tooth, especially if you're sitting there waiting for him to talk shit on Zelda. You're going to get what you want pretty quick. And then you want to like respond, but you can't because it's a video. Um, and that's, that's kind of my point. So the reason I'm of two minds is because um, I don't see how this individual would like legend of zelda i have often talked about when i gave my wife the legend of zelda do you guys remember uh, i don't know yes, if you were around know. trees but yeah i gave my wife the legend of zelda for the first time ever she never grew up with a nintendo um and uh and and just gave it to her and she didn't think to go into that cave right there and grab the sword right the so yeah so she kept dying and it pissed her off and i told her i wasn't going to tell her anything right well that was fucked up, and that was wrong, because she just needed that little boost, and then maybe she could have figured more things out. And she was very open-minded. Mm-hmm. She went in all the directions and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't see why, if he's never played it before, and I don't know his age. It was hard for me to determine his age. I'm not going to go out and say he wasn't born in the 80s sometime, but I think he was younger than us. Um, it, it, I can't see why he would like it um, because yeah. and and because he doesn't really have a context for that type of game. And that doesn't mean you need to have that context to like it. It just means that that's how you can make a valid point as to whether you like it or you dislike it. And he uses and cites, and I see this done so often in retro games, and this is something I would... Um, recommend to people to not use as your litmus he goes oh okay so if i want to talk about the legend of zelda for context i will say i have played and he does all of the other zelda games well that's not really a fair context right because by definition every zelda beyond that was a refinement of the formula until they finally got to where they wanted to go so you're seeing literally them exponentially improving upon the flaws of the original i would say if you wanted a better litmus as to what to expect from that maybe you play all rpgs or action rpgs or super popular games that were on the nes for the entire year of 1986 maybe that gives you some better context for what you're working with there but they're not going to do that well i'm I I can't speak for this person, but most people don't want to do that. Do you know why? Do you know how fucking boring and long-winded it is to play every single popular NES game from 1986? Yeah, we do because we played them, yep. and it was all we had, oh. and we uh, we had to stretch right trees. We uh, jam. We had mm. to stretch yep. a yep. ninety-minute game to fucking seven months before birthday came around, and it was time to get yep. another game. <laughs> oh, Christmas. Yep. So, so we know, and and you know what? Uh, can I say for the record, one of the biggest reasons we all love Zelda was because fucking a, it took a while to beat. <laughs> mm. Yep. <laughs> but. Um, but again, I think so I think it's the wrong sense of contrast. I also think that as a modern gamer looking back, you're never gonna win that fight because it is gonna be shit. Compared to today's game design, that mm-hmm. is yep. that is thirty, forty years of development. All yeah. refined. And you can sit here like some bullshit jury in the OJ trial and pretend you're not going to pay attention to all that stuff. But it's ultimately <laughs> bullshit. And he shows... He never makes that claim, but he makes many claims that you can see where that bias is present. Um, and I think the last part is this is... Uh, well, no, there's two other parts I want to point out. The other thing is he's using stuff like... What people have said, Wikipedia, YouTube, things like that, these are terrible sources. I think we've gotten to this point where we know that to the point that Facebook's trying to get rid of fake news altogether on their site. So something is so rampant that they're trying to get rid of it. And, you know, Jam and I get off on trying to prove how wrong Wikipedia is about a lot of the <laughs> details they have in there time and time again, right? Um <clears throat> And so that's the problem with using this kind of flawed modern internet thing, is just as drew points out, this guy has no idea that Zelda came with that tips and tricks book. I don't know if you ever saw that, uh, Trees Jam, I'm guessing, since you never bought Legend of Zelda in the box. Oh, on see, I've seen
3: um, PDFs on, online, actually. Right, but it's a little
2: <laughs> tips and tricks book. It's about 10 pages hmm. long, and it gets you through the first few dungeons and kind of shows you the basics of the game. And it was Nintendo acknowledging that in America, we needed a little bit of help to figure out what's going on especially because the translation wasn't the greatest and if you want to pick up the wonderful um, uh, Legends of Localization book by Clyde Mandolin uh, that I have on Legend of Zelda he'll show you how that changes drastically from Japan well, and America um,
0: not only not only that but on the NES for us it was the first time seeing a lot of styles of games for the very first time
1: mm-hmm. so right so was
0: like the first time you've seen something like Zelda you're like I don't know what this is first time you've seen first time you've seen Super Mario Brothers Exactly. You didn't know what a platformer was. You were just like, I don't know, hit what with what? Jump on these? like, what is this? So so that's where I go.
2: Yeah, that's where I go. Did you take, before you played the ROM, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to roll my eyes and go, he probably just played an emulated version. Are you sure it was (laughs) the original ROM? Probably was, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. But did you print out the PDF of the tips and tricks guide and read it? Because I assure you, anyone who bought that game did. I definitely did when I bought that game. I read that cover to cover on the way home from the fucking toy store. And then did you read the instruction manual as clue points out? And then did you take the poster of the overworld and put it on your wall or keep it on your computer <laughs> screen while you were playing it? Cause that's what we did. Did you mark on it? Did you write notes? Did you have a, a notebook? You know, like these are things that we totally did that were totally there at the time. And this was the way we played games. And I feel like people <laughs> lose sight of that. And trees, I know you're about to say, I didn't have a fucking notebook next to me maybe not. No, we but we didn't have
0: to because back in the day uh, the little note section in the back of the in the of back the, of the manual the game manual right. was actually yep. we actually used those the right stuff Oh down, yeah. yeah.
2: Right, right. So <laughs> you know? so my point is is that he doesn't have the proper context for the area and and did he just for shits and grins around that same time grab the Nintendo Powers that were there because let's face it we were all reading those or like EGM or or Over Jam I think you guys had uh Gamer was it there were a bunch of different Uh, magazines at the time right and and you would get embellished with that because you couldn't play these games easily so you had to look at the screenshots and kind of do your best guess as to which one to buy and so you know again that context is completely lost because he probably didn't do that and again i'm not criticizing the fact that he didn't do that but that's the only way you can really get into that headspace and i think the final thing is it makes sense today's modern gamers a lot of very few old guys in a per capita kind of sense are making videos about why Legend of Zelda is good. It's also super easy. You know what I mean? And when you're making YouTube videos, especially if you're trying to do it for a living, which I think this this guy was and I think he has ad revenue, you are constantly trying to get eyes on there. You, uh, to a certain extent, and, and a couple of people who have asked me to work for them and do stuff for their page, and I always took issue with it, was they were always like, well, look at what's trending and this and that, and you got to figure out what's popular, what's going to draw eyes and this and that. So while it's really cute that you want to do this version thing, it's not going to get a lot of views because nobody cares about Ninja Gaiden right now. So I think you should do a Legend of Zelda video. And I'm like, fucking everybody's done a Legend of Zelda video. You know, so I think to a certain extent, That's a really easy way to get a lot of eyes, right? Because a lot of people are like, what Mm -hmm. the fuck? I'm going to go see what this asshole is going to say about it. And I don't even think he geared his argument at like shitting on Zelda to get people to watch it. But I do think that helps where the context of it is basically I'm going to shit on Zelda's game design. And a lot of the people who are watching YouTube on the reg, which aren't people like us, it's people like younger um, and people who didn't grow up with these games, they're going to watch it and he is relating exactly what they're thinking, right? And and I'm sorry, but the wind tunnel's pretty bad in today's society and I'm not saying for the younger generation because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know if you guys agree, but our generation is just as bad, if not worse at it, at this wind tunnel where we're in Facebook and we only talk about the shit that we all agree on and we just sit there patting each other's backs on how awesome and smart we are for thinking the same way and uh, same Same thing with Twitter and YouTube and all that stuff. And it's like, you need to look at the differing opinions, not the ones that agree with you. And that's why I was very intrigued by this uh, video in and of itself, even though I don't really, I don't really know that I can even judge it because it, it, it completely speaks to something that's outside of my realm of experience, but I get it, right? But just be careful to watch nothing but videos that tell you what you already know right? You think Zelda's shit, don't watch the video that says Zelda's shit. Watch the video where some guy precisely and concisely can tell you why he thinks Zelda is amazing. Because you'll learn Mm. more and you'll be a more well-rounded individual if you take those both in. And in the same regards, those of us who love Zelda don't automatically dismiss this guy and say, well, what the fuck does he know? Because he's some fucking kid who doesn't have any context for the game. See what he says. You might find something interesting Mm. even if you don't agree with it. And I did find the video interesting, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so, like yeah. I
0: said, I'd I'd have no problem with it if it was it sounded like a personal opinion and not just <clears throat> regurgitating like stuff that's wrong with the game.
2: Yeah, and I do think that's one thing I would like to to stress like, with everybody: don't yeah, watch yeah, stuff to be negative. Everybody's so like, negative yeah, these days. Yeah. Like oh he, yeah, <laughs> you know,
0: like he you can point out problems with the games, but somewhere in there, try to tell me your experience your personal experience with it mm. you know what i mean i don't i don't want to listen to 18 minutes of of you know textbook sounding nonsense you know
2: Right, or like Snark. Like,
0: human, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, like, there you is know? some
2: inherent Snark in his tone where he's like, Did you guys realize? And it's like, Hey, morons who like this game, you're fucking <laughs> stupid because you completely don't notice this, and I'm here to point it out to you. And again, I don't think that was his intent. I'm going to go, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that wasn't his intent, but that is how he comes off. Um,
0: well, snark is just, comes with the. It's inherent. Right I know. That's yeah. just, yeah. and, and the again, I. Of the-
2: it reminds me of my uh, – there's this – and I'm not going to get into it. And this won't be a side tangent. But there's a Netflix show that's getting a lot of buzz called 13-something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the suicide 13 one. 13 anyway, Reasons. 13 mm-hmm. Reasons. And uh, my brother-in-law, of course – Wanted attention, so he wrote, uh, and sorry, Brian, I know you're listening to this. Um, He wrote, should I watch 13 Reasons or Not? And it's like, okay. So I watched, and I noticed that a bunch of the people who really felt strongly about it were like, yes, you should, or no, you shouldn't. And they gave like a paragraph, myself included, as to why. And then there were a bunch of people that were like, yes, no, shit, meh, boring, glorify suicide. And it was just like, and I said, you'll notice the people who give a shit wrote like a paragraph and other people couldn't be bothered with more than three letters. And I said, meh, really, you know? And it was just like, I, I think we go back to an age old thing that probably started about almost 20 years ago where it's fine if you don't like something, but please take the time to say why. And I will give the, uh, the, the person who made this video credit. They did. So if nothing else, (laughs) they (laughs) did exactly what we're asking people to do. So anyway, at the end of the day, I do think it is a little bit of flame bait, and I'll take it for, for that. But Anyway, thank you, Andrew, Drew, and anybody else who wants to chime in on this. Um, again, I think it's part of a bigger issue, and I do still fall back on the, uh, something that Trees does uh, monumentously well, which is if you don't want to see that, it should exist because a lot of people have a right to watch it mm. if they want to, and you can just ignore it. Like Trees mm-hmm. did. He fucking can. ignored it. <laughs> you would be amazed about how much stuff I ignore.
0: Would I, would
3: I really Not be really amazed? <laughs> you would.
2: Uh, but anyway. Um, all right. Well, with that, with that. And again, uh, I do see the argument somebody's going to make where when I said uh, all this negativity, just stay positive. Then a lot of people fire back the obvious retort, which is, oh, so we're all just supposed to, you know – love every game and it's all lovey dovey and nobody can criticize anything. Well, no, that's nope. not right either. Nice. So I get it. It's a tough it's a tough spot. So mm-hmm. all right, well with that we're gonna move into the topics. As everybody knows, we're gonna make the hair on the back of Tree's neck stand up. Everybody can <laughs> oh, bring yeah. a topic mm-hmm. to the table. You have ten minutes and around that time you're gonna hear. <laughs> and at that time you have you have approximately, uh, probably, oh, let's say 10 seconds to either extend. By the way, your, yeah.
0: it's not just me. No one likes that sound. No one does. But you can't get rid of it now. No. Because everybody hates I, it so yes. much. It yes. has to stay.
2: In fact, somebody actually said to me, I forgot who it was. Somebody on Twitter, I think, was like, are are you the one who does that Sonic Drowning show? <laughs> yeah yeah i that's am a, that's us. <laughs> which if you've never listened to the show you think that we just sit here and drown hedgehogs all day which is we're thinking about that that's side me. show but we think it's in, inhumane so we're not going to do that uh even digital we haven't made it public yet. yeah yeah <laughs> yuji naka <laughs> hasn't signed off yet <laughs> but um anyway um so yeah you have you have a brief period of time to either extend or move on so um who's gonna kick it off
0: Who's going to go? Who wants to go? Trees is going to go. Minding.
2: No, you're going to go? Oh.
3: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'm happy to go first. All right, Jim. Yep. You're up. Well, guys, with the with the wonderful uh, announcement, um, this 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 top this will be funny because we had a bit of a conversation for listeners listening just before the show. We had about a half hour <laughs> chat about other topics already that I did not re- <laughs> yeah. that I did not record yet. Yeah. <laughs> so this relates to kind of what we were talking about earlier. I'm, I'm particularly liking this already because I know what Treat's opinion already is. So. <laughs> um, Night Trap, guys, was already was announced, and we all know that. Um, well, not maybe not the listeners, but Fred um, did have a great interview that's gone up already um about uh with the developer of night trap which is the is it the 25th anniversary
2: it is 25th anniversary yeah, edition 25. and for the record it is a solo developer um so uh the uh the, the interview with um oh, i'm blanking on the name but uh uh not his name i'm blanking on the developer's name but the the interview is with uh
3: the developer as a whole give me a second and i'll get that but continue okay. yeah, yeah yeah but twenty five years of the the glorious um, golden era of the FMV game, you know that's mm-hmm. just, just, yes. just wonderful. The acting. developer, that's, that's sorry, the developer me. is
2: the developer is Screaming <laughs> Villains, and uh, Tyler is the one man team that makes up Screaming Villains currently.
3: So. Mm. Um, but since since I was gonna ad- adjust my topic today because of um, obviously we were gonna have a guest, but we don't, so I'm actually gonna keep it a bit more hard, harsh, and since since I think all three of us have experience with FMV games, I was originally gonna say um, what games would you like to see be come back be remastered because we also recently had um, Wonder Boy Dragon's Trap come out, but I'm sticking it now solely as FMV games now, <laughs> so that's just locked in. Okay, so what <laughs>
2: FMV games need to be redone yes. given the Night Trap treatment? <laughs> yes, the Night Trap treatment. <laughs>
3: But I'll, I'll go first, of course. Okay. <laughs> I like this. This is a game. So, yeah. 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 Um, basically, yeah, because I want to mention as well that the Night Trap kind of remake is, it, they've really, I, I actually quite like the look of it. It really has, it's blown up that screen. It's made it kind of crisp, a lot crisper. Uh, they're making the Use of the whole, well, your your brand new massive flat screen TV you've got, rather than your little CRT you had, where you had like about a a stamp size picture on your Sega CD. Of the Night Trap. Yeah, real
2: quick, uh, trees. I think you were the one who brought it up on the recent future monkeys that people often forget that it did not take up the full screen. Almost oh, none no, of these yeah, FMV yeah, games did.
0: No, no. It was no so Night, Night, Night Trap had like all controls and stuff, right, and everything all. In yes. Border, and, right? and he's kinda he
2: kinda <laughs> talked about it in the interview, but um but yeah, Screaming Villains has uh done the same thing because they decided to keep it in the four by three aspect ratio. So you do get to see the borders of uh not the same thing that was in the Sega C D game, but yeah. anywhere where the aspect ratio of the four by three has to have free space, he put the control thing, so it's as if your control sitting in the back room. Well,
3: um, so I do like that. CCTV kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So mm. um yeah yeah so yeah so that's that's the thing and um the yeah so the the fmv games i would well obviously like to see come back uh, would p- absolutely be <laughs> phantasmagoria yeah oh, two okay. both games not just the first oh one. you want both okay okay yeah. oh yeah probably a the puzzle of more, flesh actually. you want
2: a puzzle of flesh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to be careful in America because that one has boobs in it, boobies. There were real boobies in that game, and um, <laughs> and if if more parents get wind of that in America, they're gonna take a big issue. If you cut someone's head off, that's fine. Um, mm. You know, you make fun of a gay guy in that game, and that's fine too. But boobs, they're gonna lose their mind, man.
0: <laughs> now, did that ever get released for like a con- like that was a big PC thing? Yes, right. Yes. Like PC. like I wasn't Never. I wasn't a PC gamer, so like. I've read about that and mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing pictures of it in magazines. But did that ever come to like a Sega CD or a CD, CDI player, or, or anything like that? Or was that always no,
3: second just... second one was definitely PC-only. Um, pr- uh, Phantasmagoria
2: think... <laughs> did come out on the Saturn in Japan yeah. only. And oh, I have okay. yet That's to... It, thinking, it's yeah. eight discs. I have yet to procure a complete in-box eight-disc version. But if you do find it, it's dirt cheap. It's just rare. It's not expensive. I've been wanting to grab it. And eventually, if I, fi- if I get my hands on it, I will um, put it up. I might even grab some that just has the first few discs. Because Phantasmagoria 1... If if you ever bought that was seven CDs and two was, I think five CDs. Um, but yes, uh Phantasmagoria one did come out in Japan only on the Saturn. And I have no idea what they did with the language in that. It's probably all Japanese. <laughs> I bet <it's> um, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So I need to take a look at that if I ever get my hands on it. Um, what I will say though, trees is a uh, good old games, which uh, the, yes. what I like most about them is they basically sell you something that is an EXE. Uh, so, Trees, you don't have to do DOS box and all that bullshit. They build mm-hmm. it, and it's ready to go. So you just download a thing. You double-click on it, and it installs and plays on your PC. Works. Yeah, yep. and so you can grab Phantasmagoria 1 and 2 for about 6 bucks on there, and it will run. They promise it runs on Windows 7, 8, and yep. 10. And you can play them, and I guarantee you anything that came out in the last <laughs> decade will play it no problem. And it doesn't have all the CDs either. You can just play the fucking... Yeah, it just plays. Yeah, yeah. the game, so... That is the oh. kind of exception there, so yeah.
3: Would it be awesome, though, if this, um, this Night Trap does kick off like the resurgence of FMV? Because just, that's just like a little error in gaming history, which I just thought was... <laughs> like that. Just, it just feels like a fart in the wind now. <laughs> I would be surprised if it didn't. The one thing I did look up
2: after our interview uh, with Screaming Villains was um, I did discover that um, when uh, Digital Pictures, the company that made most of the Sega CD FMV games, went under, Um, they did liquidate the IP. So a lot of different entities own the IP. In fact, um, different people own Night Trap than Double Switch, which uh, I couldn't get Tyler to be forthcoming with me about the deal with all that. But um, I'm wondering if that doesn't have something to do with why he really didn't have anything to announce, but he might be trying to negotiate that. But again, I have to confess he wouldn't give me anything so i don't know that answer um but
0: yeah now fmv do you count some of the cartoon games in there because i mean they were video
2: i would yeah right because i Mm -hmm.
0: I had i loved all the ones like sega c pumped out a bunch of them even ones i i don't yeah and and to this day i still a lot of them i didn't know were if they were ports from weird Japanese things, or they were made originally for the Sega C. Like, I think Fred in, in a text, I was telling you that I used to love a game called Time Gal. Yep. Oh, the yeah. Sega CD with mm. the, the, the blue, the green head, blue head yep. girl that would run around. Yep. I used to love that game, but I haven't played it since I had it for the Sega C. <laughs> so I don't know if it was actually shit or if I really well, enjoyed it. You may what? you
2: may not be surprised to learn that that and Road Avenger were actually Data East arcade games from Japanese what? arcades a decade okay. earlier. And of course we did do a gaming history 101 that's on it recently. Um <laughs> so you can learn all about that trees if you want nice. to but but yeah yeah, yeah. D- I think Time Gal could uh definitely use uh the upscale treatment and actually that was a laser disc game when it when it first came out to Is arcades. It? So they could probably clean that up pretty well. Nice.
0: Um, yeah. As a I thought you was nice. Nice leggy anime chick, <laughs> yes. and then I always, I always li- I always liked when she like got killed. She would like morph instantly into this squat little yep. <laughs> anime big-eyed cartoon. I'm like, that's not her. That don't look <laughs> like her at all. Yeah.
2: They, I and think that was the a dope on that one. Yep, I think that was a fear of violence kind of thing. Um, although you will, you will be probably surprised to learn, uh, trees that Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, the on rails Sega CD shooter we were talking yep. about, mm-hmm. that one actually for everything I can find was exclusive to the Sega CD. So
0: I used to love uh Cobra command, which was oh, the helicopter mm-hmm. game. Uh, and that, that one is an sweet. old
2: arcade game too. Um, so right. Yeah. I,
0: me- yeah. I remember playing that in arcade. Do you remember you guys see you're the retro real retro guys. You can look this up when I was a kid and around the time, uh, I would say Cobra command was in arcades along with this crazy, this was, uh, like around spy hunter days, there mm-hmm. was a giant cabinet, big cockpit for a jet. And it had the screens around on the inside. It was the first time I ever seen that. Afterburner. And it was a, no, Two? it was a full motion video from um, a Clint oh. Eastwood movie, oh. Firefox. Oh. Firefox, the yeah, game. Or something. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, mm. um, Let me look at yeah, that and see. Yeah.
0: But the game I'm that because that's a real. I remember that Firefox and it was like a Clint Eastwood movie. It is Firefox,
2: 1984, Clint Eastwood movie, Mm -hmm. made by Atari. Uh, It's based off of. uh, Sorry, the the arcade game was 84. The movie was um, 82, and it is the same name. Uh, If you guys have never seen Clint Eastwood's Firefox, uh, it's uh, okay.
0: Well, I remember they had a badass cabinet. Like, it was it was a cockpit. It wasn't even a cabinet. It was a crazy cockpit that moved. And back then, that shit was amazing. But yeah. the game, um, I don't know the name of it. I don't know anything, but it was a cartoon, right? It was like a, a choose-your-whatever-like-dragons-like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was two of them. There was one that was weird, like Lord of the Rings, like wizards and stuff, and it had all types of buttons, man, like buttons all over the like, – it had mm. a joystick, but it had crazy buttons, man, like everywhere. Like It was too complicated to play.
2: Are you that talking about virtual game? on?
0: No, this okay. is before virtual on. This is back in the Dragon's Lair days, man. Oh, and uh, but there was one, and it was like a Go Go Thirteen looking cat. Yeah, and he was like a spy. And I remember watching someone play, and He was crawling through an air duct, and he got like shot. The it's shit actually based and died.
2: off of Lupin the Third. Um, and again, we talk about that. It's called the Castle of uh, Cagliostro. Uh, was well, was the game here? Oh, and uh. Would you look at that? Uh, If you don't mind, I want to extend this because I haven't even gotten a chance to go. Sorry, absolutely. No, no, no. You're good. I
0: hogged it. I hogged everything.
2: But I'm trying to remember what the uh, loop on the Third game was called here. Um, when we talk about it, um, uh, it Trees, you really should go back and listen to that episode, not to pimp it too much, but mm-hmm. uh, we talk all about this stuff um, in that episode oh. with uh, a guy named Eric. It was while Tr- uh, Jam was out, and um, he, he goes by AZ Rockslide Online, um, and he... He does an amazing job. He knew a lot of him and I together knew each game, but we didn't know each other's games. And it's a very interesting episode of discovery like that. So, hmm.
0: but yeah, well, you guys do your homework and find that weird Wizards uh, Lord of the Rings cartoon <laughs> that, I, that I saw at some fairground when I was oh like the eight.
2: game the game that the loop in the third game what it was called in America was Cliffhanger was what it was called in America. Um, okay, the one with all the buttons. The only thing I'm thinking of is: Are you talking about the uh, the Time Traveler game by Sega, the hologram nope. game? Okay. Well,
0: well, before that, this is okay. when I was a kid, man. So this is, you're talking when I was like nine or ten. Gotcha.
2: So gotcha. we're
0: talking '80s, man. You know the buttons on the original like Space Invaders and Asteroids? Those little yep. light up buttons, like no, yes. you no, know, it had those all
2: the little those squares those little and stuff. Questions. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I don't know if I can find it, but I will definitely try to figure it out. And of course, contact gaminghistory 101com dot com if you know the answer. Uh, we'll give you something for free. Yeah, we will. We'll give you some free shit if you can tell us what that is. Uh, it's not. It's the first person who tells us, and it's not because. Uh, Uh, it's just because I'm too lazy to look it up. Anyway, um, (laughs) a couple of games I'd like to see that are FMV that I'd like to see come out is uh, mostly stuff that uh, a lot of people didn't get a chance to play, notably CDI or DOS-based games that don't play too well. Um, uh, One of the first ones that comes to mind is actually a 3DO game, The Daedalus Encounter. It was also on PC. It had Tia Carrere in it. Uh, You remember her? She was the hot Asian chick from Wayne's World.
0: So Mm -hmm. No, it's funny. That you mm. brought her up, yeah. I was leaving work today, and my buddy goes, Man, someone threw this out. So, it must have been clean out old lockers, and in the trash, sitting right on top, was a Playboy from like 1992 or something with Asia Carrera on the cover.
3: Fantastic, but nice. neither
0: of us wanted to take it out the trash,
2: so, even worth of rescuing. It's a challenge, it's a challenge. Um. Another game I definitely want, uh, and these are both CDI games, and these are adult games. And I don't mean like porno games. I mean like (laughs) they're not intended for kids like right off the bat. Um, Although Phantasmagoria is definitely not either. Um, (laughs) But uh, Which, by the way, hold on real quick. I wanted to give shout outs to uh, whoever designed that. I forgot her name, and she is an amazing individual. Uh, Roberta Williams. Yes, 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 yes. If you'll recall, she is, she's your King's Quest girl. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, was uh, you guys ever heard of a game called Burn Cycle? No. This is off, Yeah, DOS and the Philips CDI. It is a Blade Runner-esque cyberpunk FMV game. Yeah, Mm. that's mostly choose your own adventure, but kind of in the style of Phantasmagoria, which, uh, Trees, if you've never played those games, whereas FMV games were kind of like. uh, (laughs) Most FMV games on the Sega CD were actual movies that were, like, edited in a certain way for the CD. Right. Uh, Phantasmagoria and other games are obviously live actors on green screens with some pretty mist like CGI for backgrounds. So. You'll see it like in Phantasmagoria, like they're standing in the middle of a living room, but the living room is computer generated and they're live people. And so it right. looks really fake. Uh, Burn Cycle did this a lot too. Um, the other game that I'm thinking of like this was a game called Voyeur. Have you guys ever heard of this one?
3: Oh, I've not heard of that one. Either.
2: So Voyeur is the next step of Night Trap. You are mm-hmm. a voyeur who is across the street from a mansion where there's some weird shit going on. And we're talking kinky sex, we're talking murder, we're talking, um, uh, oh, what is it called when you're trying to get money off of somebody? Um, Extortion. um, And various other things. And you just happen to be a guy... I think you're supposed to be surveillance, but they call it Voyeur for a reason. And you watch these scenarios play out. And with it, you try to solve a mystery. And there was actually a canceled Voyeur 2 on the CDI oh, wow. that also came out. Uh, and the graphics, I must say, for the record, are just amazing. The Philips CDI, for all the shit it gets, looked amazing back in those days. Anyway, Voyeur 2 hit the market, uh, or hit the internet, uh, but... Never hit the market and was an amazing uh, game in and of itself. And I've got both of them. Um, and I'd love to see those remade. And unfortunately, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Sorry, Jam. Your topic just your topic just drowned. <laughs> it did. Like a big blue hedgehog. Um, all right, well, I just finished talking, so it would be uh, uncouth of me. It wouldn't be very gauche to continue I'm the track. Trees, so trees it's all you
0: um i wanted to talk about what you guys think about um sort of like unfinished games on consoles right and Ooh. i don't mean i don't mean something like final fantasy that ships and you need all these patches <laughs> <to> f- <laughs> that is not what i mean
2: what you mean I like mean early is, access stuff yeah
0: i do mean early access stuff and the thing is i don't dig around in my consoles All that much, like I know what I'm playing on it. There's a free game, I'll go get it. Sometimes I look at discounted games if I'm I'm bored. But once in a while, I dip my head into that ugly free section on my consoles, (laughs) (laughs) PS4 and Xbox One. And I always forget it's there, but I dig in. And uh, you know, you have some just regular free games that are like free to play. Like I have a Prominence Poker on the Xbox One, which I think is this awesome poker game that's on there.
1: there But then
0: there's also like weird cell phone games <laughs> on there, like city building shit. Especially like on the PS4. The PS4 oh, so. is
2: very guilty of it.
0: Um, and then games like Ark and stuff like that, that are clearly just unfinished. Here you go, play them, and you can play it for free, but you can kick us. So just like, like you said, just like early access stuff. Now, for me as a console guy, my whole thing was always, yeah, I buy the game, and I put it in, and it plays. Uh, yeah. but it looks like that's, you know, you know, that's, that's not the case anymore. And, and in a weird way, I've missed out on early access stuff cause I'm not a PC gamer, but to me that sounds like really fun. Mm-hmm. like games that aren't finished and I could pay a little money and just check out weird stuff. So I actually like seeing that stuff on my console <laughs> and uh, download. But what do you guys feel about that stuff on consoles specifically? Mm-hmm. Like really, I mean, like Jetpack Joyride and shit on the PS4. You're like, what is, where, <laughs> who put that in there? <laughs> Why is that in there?
3: That was on you the know? PS3, I think.
0: Was it on the PS3? Yeah. I, but, uh, I remember downloading it. But, so, you know, just stuff like Ark, which is clearly, you know, I downloaded that. And I couldn't even figure out the controls because they were like <laughs> it literally was so like
2: borked. Yeah.
0: broken broken keyboard commands on b- mapped to a controller that doesn't <laughs> work right. And I was I froze to death the first first two times I tried to do it. What? And I'm like, I'm not playing this anymore. But I love that I got a chance to see it (laughs) yeah well and
2: and real quick to to point out what trees is talking about these are games that are either part of the xbox preview program or playstation puts them out in some sort of capacity and they're known on steam as early access but yes Ark is a perfect example of one um another big one that a lot of people got some buzz with was we happy few on the xbox one one. yeah 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 um and these are games that yeah uh, and they've come a long way i don't know about you guys but i have we happy few and um yep is I've
0: downloaded it. I haven't turned it on. Okay. Though. Well, that, that
2: one gives you like an hour preview. But if you buy it, it's 30 bucks. And the idea is you buy it cheaper now, usually $20, $30. Bucks. And then once it's completed, you get the finished version because it keeps updating. And mm-hmm. you basically get a $60 game. But you got in early and assisted right. in basically providing the funding for the developer to finish the game. Um, and uh, yeah. And We Happy Few is a shadow of its former self. its uh, It's got a story mode. now. It's got three different options where you do pure survival, pure story, or some hybrid of the two. And um, it, it's come a long way uh, I mean, since it's, I, it's original.
0: It, it, there's tons of those team-based shooters on there. Fully loaded and oh, there's yeah. like some MOBAs on there. I mean, it's crazy the stuff that's... Warframe, right? You always see Warframe. That's been although that's a free to play. That's a little right? different. It, Smite it's a little is
2: different. Smite's another it, good one. And then they're about to release the Marvel, um, mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe Omega, um, which is right. kind of like really it's Diablo with Marvel guys. Um, right? Yeah.
0: But it, but I still I still like that feel of like here you go, and we're gonna update it when we want, and it's gonna always change because it's free. So tough.
2: Well, and, 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 and Jam, I, yeah. I want you to take your opportunity to mention something, but then I'm going to mention a game, Trees, and I'm really curious to hear what you think that's going to be coming to uh, console early access soon. So... Mm. Um, jam you got any 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 thoughts on this? Have you partaken in anything? I heard you talking about we yeah, happy yeah,
3: theme. I mean, I did two two big examples for me was Ark and um and uh we happy few on the Xbox one I mean Ark's probably the more prominent one for me because i was I was heavily encouraged on Twitter by people going, "Oh, but get Ark, get Ark, God, it's so good, it's awesome, and just like you trees, I play the game i I just like some of those <laughs> things i I don't mind jumping in in these games and I, <laughs> I don't need instruction all the time. I get it, but it's, it just did not gel with me at all it's like uh it, it was one of those kind of like survival based games and mm-hmm. it, it, yeah it's it, it just screamed unfinished and I I, I might right. be just me but I'm gonna be more of a negative spin on this topic but okay. I'm not a huge fan of early access stuff personally because I think it's encouraging i'm a bit concerned of what it might lead to laziness well that's the biggest that's the biggest criticism
2: leveled against it is that a lot of people don't know what they're getting themselves into and there's no refunds you know famously on any of these things now microsoft has said that they might soon offer refunds so you have two hours to change your two hours of in-game play and two weeks of ownership to change your mind um yeah but until then, um, yeah, you, you are buying into something. Uh, uh, one of the early ones, God, what was that game called? Elite Dangerous was another perfect oh, yeah. example of this. A lot of people bought Elite and were really fucking pissed off that they did. <laughs> uh, if you want to hear that, go back to the B-Team podcast, look up Elite, <laughs> and hear anything with Chip Sella in it. Um, he has done nothing but take giant shits all over that game. Um, <laughs> he was very displeased with the early access game. He paid twenty bucks for.
0: Uh, I loved uh, the the XBox indie games.
2: Oh well, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love yeah, that too. stuff, man. I loved it. The crazy yeah. ass just but they weird were really shit. cheap.
2: <laughs> oh, the NXT stuff. Were, yeah,
0: a lot of them were free. You could try them out and stuff. But uh, I don't know. I I kind of want to see a little bit more stuff like Ark, like just broken ass shit well,
1: that I could
2: Okay, so real quick. <laughs> like, I really do. I, so Jam, obviously you weren't too pleased with the survival right. aspect, so I feel like that wasn't an appropriate um, demonstration to you of what game you were buying, which is one of the problems I have with early access. That's why I really like yeah. the way We Happy Few does it, where it gives you 45 minutes to play and then it pop, pops you up with a prompt that says, okay, you either uninstall this or you pay us 30 bucks and you keep playing. And... I think that's a good opportunity for you to at least get the gist of what that game is. Although, I still take issue because that opening sequence is like 30 minutes and feels like a a, a story. I yeah, feel like yeah, that should have been available for free. And then from that point on, then Did the 45 start? minutes start. Yeah, because you get to learn that this is a survival game. Um mm-hmm. But so here's my thoughts. So uh, the the couple of things is I have I'm a PC gamer, so obviously I have uh, the the best place to find this stuff. Also, the worst place to find this stuff is Steam, uh, where it's a fucking (laughs) it's a fucking jungle. It really is. And 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 the trends move so quick because there was Arc and there was Rust and there was all this other stuff. And like some of it came to consoles, some of it didn't. Um, But what I do like is a lot of these games are keyboard and mouse only, and they give a heavy advantage to keyboard and mouse. Once it comes to consoles, everyone's on the same page playing with game pads, and I am a game pad player through and Mm. through. And so, Trees, the game I was going to tell you about was there's a game called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Anyone talk to you about that?
0: I'm dying. to play I It's battle Royale.
2: That. It's a hundred guys you in know, a plane. Yeah. You drop on wow. an Island and you fucking kill each other. And, I've, um, I've
0: watched a lot of it. Like I, I'm jealous. I've been that.
2: super tempted to grab this and adapt the keyboard and mouse controls to a gamepad. I don't know if I want to yet, but it is easily going to be a $60 game. And for 30 bucks, you can grab it right now on steam and play it. Um, trees. If I told you this was coming to PS4 in the upcoming months, would that make you very intrigued? Because it is
0: i would i mean the prop- the 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 buzz about this game i yeah I'm, I'm sure people are jumping on it to bring it to a
2: console two million yeah. in sales i think mm. come on that's 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 I, that's 60 million dollars on a game that doesn't really isn't done and only has one fucking map
0: i am not a great like i'm pretty good at titanfall but as far as like team-based shooters and and call of duties and blah 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 uh but i like the intensity of that like i like being by myself and creeping around and taking my time so that game appeals to me that in that intenseness of like searching houses and blah 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 I, i like that stuff man so that's right up my alley
2: Yes, and I think that's uh that's a, a, a an, an excellent thing and especially with like that game where you like you sack a house for resources and then you can close all the mm-hmm. doors and they don't know you're there and BOP! <laughs> 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 Holy shit. Oh. Uh that scared me. Um well, easy easy. Trees, do we go with it or do we drop it?
0: Um I want to uh mention one Ooh. thing.
2: Okay. Since uh,
0: thing? Brooke, since I brought up that prominence poker that yeah. I play a lot yeah. of yeah. on yeah. the PS4. Yeah. Have you tried that? Have you no, played that? no but
2: I it. wrote it down.
1: <laughs> it has a
0: very, um, I don't know if it's a UK developer or something, but uh, everybody in it is very British. It <laughs> has a very Guy Ritchie feel to the uh, style. And even the characters have that, um, do you remember that game? The um...
2: Holy shit, this game is British.
0: <laughs> yeah, What's what was that game, that team-based game that came out that didn't, Island and everybody shot each other. Oh, Jesus Christ! But it was a British developer, and they all had a very British look to them, like cartoon style. Anyways, yeah. this poker game is great, and I'll tell you why. This is why I just wanted to mention it: is you can use your money to buy props that you yeah. have at the table with you, and they do not give a fuck if you're smoking cigars or cigarettes <laughs> or drinking booze or pints of Guinness. Like they don't give a fuck about smoking. So, that.
2: so you're ready you ready to laugh trees? The developer is Paperwork Studios. This game is also yep. available as a free-to-play on Steam. And yeah. their address is 110 East Front Street, Traverse City, Michigan. They're a bunch of fucking Detroities. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I bet they're American. <laughs> they are. They are fucking it American. Is,
0: it's America's, America, America's, it's take, America's take,
2: take on Britain. Yeah, can, it yeah, yeah. really is.
0: It sounds like it. <laughs> so, but what I love is they'll have, like, smoke drink hour. And if you have something you can smoke or drink during that hour, you get extra XP. So they don't give a (laughs) fuck what you're doing. And you can buy, like, guns and brass knuckles and shit. So (laughs) you can just be sitting there and your guy's just playing poker, but he has, like, his pistol on the table. And once in a while, he'll just pick it up and look (laughs) at it put it back down. It's amazing. It's the greatest thing ever. This this game –
2: okay, so on Steam, this is something that that totally takes – takes my interest trees uh the the top reviews have 84 hours in 66.5 hours in 12.3 16.3 54.4 19.6 451.5 hours and this is what his name is ezekiel this is what ezekiel had to say after 450 hours of playing this game good poker game You should try it out. In-game chips are an option to buy with real money, but not required. Nope. (laughs) Oh, brilliant!
0: It is. uh, That's an objective review. It's a great poker game. Even just for playing poker, it's great. But the character designs awesome, and the places you play are kind of funny ones, like the back of a laundromat, which always cracks you up. Yeah. Yeah. Playing. I don't know. I just want to mention a meat locker
2: level. There's a fucking meat locker level.
0: So you can sit, you can sit in a meat locker smoking a cigarette with a pistol on the table as oh, you this play is in your fantastic. poker.
2: fantastic! Trees, yeah, you're on this on the on the PS4. It's free to play. Yeah, I play it all the time. Yeah. Oh fuck, I'm I gonna like have this. to jump on. Yeah, we're gonna have to do this. We're gonna have to. You know what, trees? Do you are you okay with being on camera? We're gonna have to live stream uh, us <laughs> playing this game. It's gonna be the most boring <laughs> thing in the world, but you're gonna make it interesting. We're gonna. Uh-huh. We're gonna make trees play fucking poker online, la- and I'm gonna be this dude with the big fucking mustache. This is amazing.
0: Well, what sucks is they give you, you just like all these games, they give you a generic dude, and you have to like unlock and buy. Ah, oh, of course. Stuff. So everybody will look the same in the beginning, but my guy, my guy has like a t-shirt <laughs> with two guns on it, and he's bald with like a little skinny beard. I was going say, and I need my Scally cap. <laughs> but the shit costs like? Fifty grand for it or something, and I keep losing all my money because, as you know, I'm an impatient gambler. And I, I go, <laughs> I go big or go home, which means I always spend my money. But, anyways, you know, and and the items don't last forever. So if you get like a drink or a cigar or something, oh, it will shit, only last so long.
2: Wow, that's interesting. Um,
0: yeah, so you got to constantly put in and. Uh, but just having like brass knuckles or a knife on the table is mm-hmm. hilarious.
2: That is fantastic. So, uh, trees you've convinced me and jam if you're feeling frisky we'll we'll find it's a time free. where we can all play. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. It is free. It is all right, well, well done. Well,
2: it looks like we can move on, but trees like yep. I would be remiss if I didn't just, you know, fuck with you a little bit. <laughs> anyway. Got to it. It's gonna be done. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know what? I, I love the direction this game or this show is going uh this week, and I am pleased to say I am no exception. Uh this is gonna be a very positive thing. So I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but uh if you're a horror fan, it's been a good fucking time to be a gamer right now. Um Oh yeah. Lots of horror games coming out. Uh Trees, I was wanting to ask you, Little Nightmares, did you pick it up?
0: I did not. I watched I did. a little bit of it being played, and I got a little scared. Just not scared, like, literally scared. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm A l- little scared. I get it. But I love the style, but mm-hmm. I don't know if um, the actual gameplay, like, I'll get bored...
2: Oh, no. I puzzles, have been told bit... by people I trust it totally holds up. In fact, okay, little peek behind the curtain. Uh, Steffi, who was supposed to be our guest today and will hopefully be our guest next time we do this, she has played this game through and through. She bought the PlayStation 4 boxed edition with the little character and everything. Oh, nice. Oh, she was very pleased was with one. it. Yeah, and uh, yes, yes, actually, you can go get it at GameStop. I, I won't lie, the game is 20 bucks, and the GameStop, uh, uh, the physical version is is like twice the price so it's not mm. cheap and she kind of addresses that on, on her Twitter um, but um, but yeah she got to pick it up and she played through it. Uh, game's a little short uh, it's about two three hours mm-hmm. but um, but she gave a bunch of screenshots and was uh, it seemed like she was very pleased with the experience although it was freaky as hell from what I could gather yeah. from her and so uh, if you get a chance to play it um, she'll be on next week and be able or next episode and two weeks and hopefully be able to talk about it and i did pick it up on steam actually and uh hope to play through it before our next episode so but little nightmares uh looks like an amazing game like uh i think you'll like it fred yeah from oh did you play it
3: i've got it (laughs) yeah ah did you beat it i haven't finished it though no no i haven't finished it yeah but i'm probably i'm probably give us a taste give us a taste what's it like well I guess I guess the easiest comparison is it's kind of in the style of, say, inside or limbo of that, but mm-hmm. it's more free. It's not really 2D. It's got a bit of a 3D feel to it this time. So okay. you can kind of go, um, like go around the map, but it, it, it still feels kind of on that 2D plane um it does the whole kind of like you know you can grab things you can you know that that sort of puzzle element where you can't attack or anything like that it's really just kind of solving the the puzzles but the the thing i love about it is i love its style in terms of horror um have you guys ever seen um a film called Coraline? Mm-hmm.
2: uh-huh yeah. yes very much so
3: um great book that was originally written by neil gaiman i should say um who's a big yep. um, big author um but yeah, so it, Sandman, it feels kind of like Sandman. That's, he did Sandman. That's right. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, very good. Uh, but the um, it kind of has that sort of stop motion feel to it. I, I, mean, even, I get oh, I guess Nightmare, not Nightmare, Playa. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nightmare, Nightmare Before, before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was about to say. Um, it's, it's got yeah, when you get to the kind of real creepy things. If it, I guess it's not stop motion, but it looks stop motion because everything mm-hmm. feels very sort of jerky and kind of like real. Uh, and it's the, the the audio. If you do <sighs> the audio in this game is. Is really really effective i mean i love it when Ooh. games especially horror games get yeah. that kind of feeling down if you're a fan of i mean are you a fan of horror film streets i never really know about you uh my friend is obviously i
0: i <laughs> used more? to be i i could take them or leave them now I, i'm not into um like uh torture porn I knew like, you were going to say <laughs> that, that. yeah I, that's I what everybody
2: says everyone's like I don't like that hostile shit and I'm like yeah you know I can watch that hostile yeah. shit yeah
0: so um I guess I would say I don't actively seek out horror movies like I don't see the trailer for a, a slasher movie or something and be like ooh I can put that on the list you know ooh, just... this is, this <laughs> that's where we differ not, like, people, <laughs> yeah um,
3: this is it's definitely not a gory game or anything like that. It's much more of the dread horror, you know, think mm-hmm. more kind of like think well I was about to say alien, but without without the gore at all in that. Or like think, the fear um, of what's
2: to come as opposed to what yeah. is happening.
3: So have you ever seen It Follows? That's quite a good example. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, do not spoil the premise of It Follows. Anyone right. who's listening, uh, it's not much of a horror movie per se, but if you don't know the premise of It Follows, it is like five bucks on Blu ray at Walmart and it's dirt cheap anywhere else. Grab It oh, well, Follows right. and just watch it without knowing what its premise is because it's fucking oh, yeah. amazing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we should probably cover that for <laughs> We
2: should cover It Follows at some point, but, um, uh, well, that's that's really good to hear, and of course, Trees does like uh horror games. Uh, famously, Trees who did not appear on our uh our Obsidian Butterfly game club for um. Nope. Yep. This blows me away, Trees. Did you know that this game is uh, that that game, which is uh, oh, what is what do we call it here? Fatal frame. Fatal frame. It's known as Project mm-hmm. Zero everywhere Project Zero. but America. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be special? Yeah. 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 So. Um, didn't
0: didn't Spielberg buy the rights to that
3: wasn't he supposed to be making a a Fatal Frame I wouldn't believe him making that I heard
2: he was supposed to it it became a long time ago um, (laughs) but um, well and and so I just I don't want to bog down too much but like there are other games that are also great horror games that have recently come out Um, Outlast 2 was a game I really really dug Um, apparently uh, and I'm going to be a little shitball here uh, back to the whole difficulty thing apparently I've got tougher skin than most because a lot of reviewers were little bitches about yeah. how hard the middle of that. that game was <laughs> and they've patched it to make it easier and even though I looked yeah. like a <laughs> drunken fool on Friday night when I talked about it um, I just fat fingered a bunch of my texts but you're all a bunch of fucking pussies okay that game was frustrating <laughs> but I dealt with it okay I got through it and anybody who's a fan of Dark Souls can suck my dick if they don't like the fact that that game was too hard oh, Jesus. yeah take yeah it
0: down, take it down a notch What's
2: yeah that game? was a little ro- harsh <laughs> wasn't down. it i take that Just back down, that friend. was that was overtly oh, vulgar i'm I sorry <laughs> did you
0: start this off by saying you're gonna keep it positive it's it is
2: positive again. yeah you know i'm sorry i that, that was in poor oh. taste i take it back um but that sorry, being dogs said old fans. that being said uh, what I do sure. like, what I do like about the patch is that it makes more people able to experience it, and I do think that Outlast Two, it is uh, trees. I would say it wavers into the um, into the torture porn realm. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I know what Outlast
0: to. is. I've seen both of them, and I'm, yeah. no, thank you. I don't like. It. I don't like. I'm into. I'm I, I don't. I'm not into being chased. Resident Evil Seven, I could handle. Because mm-hmm. it's half an adventure game, like you sort of feel like there's moments. I wouldn't say
3: Resident Evil Stone's anything like Outlast, but that's
0: no. I but <laughs> well, there's a there's a few moments in Seven where you'll be chased, someone's following yeah. you around, mm. uh, but easily averted. You know what I mean? But Outlast, mm. I, it seems like the whole game is you hide him from shit, and I'm just like, no. I remember amnesia yeah. too. I tried that one, so yeah. i was like. fuck
2: this is kind of a refinement on that concept but uh but yeah and again it it goes back and forth it's not a perfect game it's much closer to a perfect game than the original um and then i think the last one i definitely want to mention although there there are more examples that continue to come out is uh, anybody play that opening hour of uh, prey i did i did yep <laughs> Trees, you should go try that. That's free, and it's on all the consoles. Um, Prey has mm-hmm. already come out, and it's, it's not really the previous id software game, which it's we could probably talk about for a long one. time. <laughs> but, um, but they borrowed the license, and they, they made a pretty interesting game. And there is something that that game does, especially as you had already talked about with Little Nightmares, there's something it does with sound design that oh, yeah. is very, um, very well-crafted. Um, that game is impressive. No, is uh, that game supposed to be a survival horror game? Not really. I, was, yeah, mm. I disagree. Uh, Arcane you. Studios, really? <laughs> yeah, Arcane Studios made Dishonored, and that was to me Dishon- uh, Arcane Studios' take on Thief. I totally feel like Prey is their take on System Shock. Down to the first thing you get is a big old wrench uh, to defend <laughs> yourself I with. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I I have only played that opening hour demo, which actually I found to be. Quite spectacular and gorgeous, Mm. by the way. Um, I would recommend it. Definitely check it out. But yeah, Yeah. the sound design in that is amazing. And uh, the premise of what they show off, to me, it feels very System Shock-esque. Possibly Bioshock, but maybe it's a hybrid of the two. Because you're dealing with kind of like an alien being, not an AI, but they're not like splicers. But it's an interesting hybrid. There is no like elemental stuff though, which is why I don't want to call it Bioshock. It's not like the... uh, the, uh, oh, what do they call them? What are the special abilities in Bioshock called the, uh, oh shit. Um, um, oh, oh, oh yes. it's okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go five more minutes and, and help you out. Plasmids. It came to me while yeah, Sonic the plasmids, was blaring yeah. in my yeah. ear. Um, but they do a really good version of this, to be honest. Um, and, uh, and there's a lot of just, there's a lot of interesting things going on in that demo. I don't know. Jam, do you have any comments about that prey demo?
3: I thought, I because thought, you said System Shock. System Shock, I didn't think of that, actually. I mean, that would probably be a good comparison. But then again, I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't um, finished System Shock 2 yet. I was, when I played the demo, a long I was thinking game. sort of like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah. I was thinking vibes of um, Deus Ex, of even Half-Life in there a bit, because of the wrench bit, yeah. particularly. okay, yeah, um, I'll give that to you. Well, not to spoil it for trees or anything like that. But you know that beginning bit, Fred, where you're going through that experimental bit? I was thinking, oh, mm-hmm. it's like the opening of Half Life, you know, where you're putting your suit on and you get you know, getting ready for Yeah,
2: spo- and they kind of take you on a tour.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, uh, but yeah. I'm intrigued by it. Absolutely. Um, I felt. Yeah, I'll I, check it out. The, yeah, you should check it out because it's free anyway, the demo. Um, it's, it literally is like the first hour, isn't it, Fred? It's like the first yeah, hour. Yeah, it's called game, Opening
2: it? Hour. That's the new. <laughs> The new hotness uh, to call it, <laughs> but it should yeah. take you roughly an hour. It took me roughly an hour to get through. Um, well, maybe I'll play it tonight. Yeah, it, it, it'd be worthwhile. It's it's not the lightest download. It's about fifteen gigs. So oh god, it's so. Yeah, big. Yeah. So, so you might want <laughs> to delete, you might want to start it now. Um, delete some stuff off of my hard <laughs> Clean the fridge. Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but for what it's worth, um, I have to say, uh, um, I do not like Dishonored as a general rule. And I wasn't even remotely Uh, interested in Dishonored 2 when that came out. (laughs) And the idea that this same developer, and the the aesthetics to borrow heavily from Dishonored, the idea that the same development studio creates this new game and suddenly I am hooked. Like, I'm not going to lie. There is, uh, I've wavered over the PC buy button for probably the greater part of this weekend. And I still haven't pulled the trigger but I'm, I'm super tempted on prey. So, Mm. but it's just a really good time to play horror games and there's more to come. Um, Yeah, there's yeah. And I, I just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a, it's just a really good time for, for certain games like that. And, uh, horror is definitely a genre that's, uh, seeing a peak, but all in all, you know, I mean, to some people, even persona five would be somewhat in that category, but, uh, but I, I just have to say, like, I I am continually impressed and uh looking forward to uh this year, which has already been front loaded with a ton of great games.
3: I know this this year's just crazy for good
2: games. <laughs> yeah. I I, I I cannot say enough good things. So but all right, well I'll call it to a close. Trees, do you want to hear that music one more time or should I just hold back?
0: <laughs> uh you can hold it back. We get the point.
2: <laughs> All right, uh, then let's wrap it up with a uh, a part of the show
3: we call just stop. Um, anything
2: mm-hmm. anybody wants to bring to the table?
3: Oh no, treat because tree said he he had something this time. Ooh. <laughs> so I did
2: promise.
0: I did promise. us said I, I would promise. have a real one, didn't I?
3: Yeah, you did. You did. Uh,
0: so I do. I have one, but I don't. You know, I don't think it's uh It's almost what we touched on. Uh, from the, the letter in the beginning about that reviewer, and I said, I wish uh, people would just be themselves and not worry about, uh, you know, the, the the feedback that they're going to get. And so I noticed this, you know, I still listen to some video game podcasts, and I noticed this twice uh, in the last two weeks from stuff I listen to. I'm not going to, I won't mention names or games or anything like that, uh, but it's kind of like, they talk very positive about a game, how much fun they had, right? But because of the pile-on attitude nowadays of like, you know, this game isn't supposed to be good or the subject of this game is kind of silly or whatever, it's almost like they talk about how much they enjoyed it, but then they have to backpedal (laughs) and kind of say like, but yeah, you know, but still it's this. And I guess the, the example I can give you Mm-hmm. Uh, from the past that always stands out of my, my mind that will you know, be a little bit more clear of what I'm talking about is uh, back during the one-up days. I used to listen to that podcast. And uh, I remember, Gar- is it Garnett Lee? Yep. Was the big one? I uh, haven't heard his name in so long. I almost forgot he what his name He went
2: was. to work for Amazon, so he is out of the public yeah, spotlight. He's, yeah.
0: I remember he bounced around forever. He was always somewhere different. But mm-hmm. I remember when 50 Cent, Blood on the Sand, <laughs> came out and we talked and this is why I thought of this (laughs) subject because we talked about it last time and I have no problem telling you guys that that was the most fun I had playing a game in a very long time back then (laughs) with with Turbo and and I went on the show and I talked about how great that game was you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I was like I loved it I had so much fun and I remember him reviewing it in his crew and he did the same thing he talked about how much fun it was and he was surprised and they were all talking about how funny it was. But then he would go, but, you know, it's 50 cent though. And because that wasn't the popular thing to like, he would, he would kind of end it by shitting on it. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember, but I remember them sort of grading it because they would grade stuff back then here and there. And I remember him just going on about how great it was. But then he'd be like, but, I don't know, I can't give it like this grade I have to give it up because it's I mean it's 50 cent after all and it's like motherfucker just if you like it be a man like fucking put your put your shoulders back and say you like it don't worry about like you know any blowback from anybody like so and I heard two examples of that this week and I was just like really like just yeah, if you like it you like it man don't back pedal because you're trying to you know
2: oh yeah most definitely you know does that
0: make sense what I'm saying yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just we're saying? But uh, and I'm I'm trying to think of the game this week that that uh, it was it was mentioned that it was like yeah, but it's blah blah blah. Ah, I can't even think of it for the life of me. <laughs> I heard a lot of it sort of with um, No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing a bunch about there was some people that r- really enjoyed it, like me. But then because of all the pile-on trouble it had, they had to go. Yeah, but. You know, blah 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 blah, blah 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 <laughs> blah blah, and it's like, man, you just said how much you you enjoyed it, so stick with that, man. Be yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. So, so, this see? So just stop doing that. Just stop
1: back. <laughs> stop back. Stop, stop
0: backpedaling to uh, you know, be popular with the general consensus. You know, if you have an opinion, say it. There you go. There see, this might just stop. You like that?
2: I did. Yeah. I did. I thoroughly sorry, enjoyed I'm... that.
0: What do you guys say? Uh, do you have anything on on that or jam? Do you, do you care?
3: Oh, well, they, well, well, um, on trees well, um, I, I completely agree. I mean you I see I I watch reviewers and I, I read and I even reading reviews. I think it's touching on that a bit actually, you read reviews and from the, how people are writing something, you can tell that they have enjoyed um a game and then at the the end it'll be like I like kind of like you were saying with the oh because it's this or because it's a film IP or because it's a uh, mm-hmm. a good example is uh, there's a YouTuber I saw not too long ago was um because uh, you know, Independence Day was um popular well they, that that resurgence film came out last year oh that uh, wasn't was popular and, that was not <laughs> popular <laughs> not, not the movie not that movie but they once I went back and reviewed the um, Independence Day game um, oh which on is, PS1 or something. PS1 I think yeah it was PS1 he covered actually mm-hmm. and and he was saying um you know he, he was kind of like he 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 was playing through it and you could kind of like Jesus was just saying he was kind of enjoying it <laughs> despite it being a bit sort of it wasn't great it had some issues absolutely but it had that kind of old style yeah you know, the PS1 terrible graphics and the mm-hmm. silly like polygons and everything but then at the end he goes yeah, but this yeah you know, this game obviously he goes it obviously sucks because it's the film IP you know and like but it's like oh okay well <laughs> sound like you kind of liked it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I hate that shit.
3: <laughs> the big one, a little bit separate actually tr- from there from what Tread is saying, but I remember the big one that made me laugh the most is if I don't know, Deadly Premonition. Ah, <laughs> uh, sweary, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember I, I got that game um, on launch in the UK. That was only twenty I think it's fifteen pound when it's released over here. Oh wow! So really, and we, we got it later after America as well. Uh, I got it. I got it just because there was a massive drought of survival horrors at the time. I just I was aching for something like that so i was all about it but the the gaming press at the time was they despised that game <laughs> <laughs> ign specifically i mean that's one i'll definitely call out because they don't you know it doesn't matter if i give them bad press but, <laughs> but they gave it like two out of ten but the the best part about that is they later corrected the review uh-huh, because of popular um, people liked it
2: yep 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 yep, yep. i
3: <laughs> they changed yeah. it to seven <laughs> uh,
2: yeah oh, good. yeah yeah uh so that was amusing <laughs> actually you you actually when you look up deadly premonition reviews there is literally a distinction to be made between early reviews and updated reviews which i find
3: to be as as sad as it is probably necessary just stick with your one just stick with your two out of ten i mean yeah, that's like, how you it. felt yeah yeah absolutely yeah. You don't have to just say so like what you're saying. You don't have to change it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Kotaku did an article. I don't know if you've read the Deadly Premonition Kotaku review, but it's like, if you don't understand why this game is amazing, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and it's so awesome because like yeah. so many uh, mainstream uh, review sites changed um, mm-hmm. changed their, their reviews after that came out. Uh, because I think Kotaku I- gave it a 10 out of 10.
3: Oh, uh, Destructoid, they get 10 out of 10. Was it, it was Destructoid then. <laughs> yeah. They
2: were the ones who were like, yeah, you're going to read that this game sucks, and those people <laughs> are fucking idiots. And uh, I thought that was fantastic, because they, they, were, they were basically calling to task every single person who mm-hmm. uh, who did it. Uh, I'm looking right now. There's a Looper.com article that says, why Deadly Premonition was popular with fans and not critics. Um, oh, average sick. Metacritic score was 59 out of 100 um, but uh, yeah, uh, but I can see a, yeah. why it wouldn't
3: be popular with critics because you know it has those typical tropes that you know, poor not not the best graphics, kind of jerky controls. So and and if you, I think if you're rushing through the game, I can probably get why you. The <laughs> argument made about it was that it wasn't
2: like other games, and critics who needed to churn reviews as fast as possible were frustrated mm. by the fact that the game isn't conducive to one getting through it quickly, right? It, mm. it, it bogs you down in many places. Uh, oh, yeah. The harder fight. you try to fight your way through that game, the longer it'll take you. Uh, five, five
0: minutes speech about fast times at Richmond High. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't see why that
2: would be. Well, and they, I, yeah?
0: I like that game. I never finished it. I, and I, I don't remember why I didn't finish it, but I liked it. It's and not I that you I haven't
2: finished that. it, Trees. It's just that you have started a long walk that's not yet over. <laughs> uh, I, I did have
0: that whistling, that looping whistling song as my ringtone. Oh, I yes. love the soundtrack. <laughs> well, and again,
2: <laughs> again, but like fans who wanted to sit down and enjoy this game, like again, it was something new. And if there's nothing else you can say about Deadly Premonition, it is unique. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you,
0: you know what? Here's, here's a recent example of what I was talking about to go back a little bit was the last um, Uncharted game. Mm-hmm. I remember everybody – um, you know, Giant Bomb, people like that, talking about how much they liked it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and how good it was. But they were just like, uh, but I mean, it's another Uncharted game. Like, they always <laughs> had to, like, dog it at the end that it was more of what you originally liked. Yeah, that's terrible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, like I never understood that. It's like, well, if you like it, just say you like it. It's a yeah. good Uncharted game. But don't be like, but it's, you know, it's Drake again killing a thousand people.
2: Yeah, that's what he does. It's fun. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, what's wrong with that? Nolan it's North just, is in there to give a high five. It's great. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I'll agree you with truly, you. If if you truly didn't like it, then that's cool yeah. too. That but game actually that taught you, you me that it,
0: I you blow it for 15 minutes, and then the last <laughs> minute you're like, but...
2: Well, man, yeah, that game that game actually taught me that I hated, or I had not hated. I disliked Uncharted more than I thought I did. Yeah. Um, so I mean, my but, my
0: rant yeah. wasn't about like you know don't don't shit on games i'm just saying be consistent Hold your opinion just yeah just be consistent you know just be yourself or and, just
2: and, yeah don't be beholden to anybody like there you go i don't feel yeah, like they, yeah it. i don't feel like reviewers act like they're beholden to anybody mm-hmm. but there is always you read some reviews and you're like i know where this yeah. is gonna get me uh. yeah, like i yeah, mean, it was so.
3: Dare I say this, but I maybe I think the recent I'm like about Zelda Breath of the Wild is quite a victim of that, I think, too. People are probably a bit afraid to criticize. Yep. You know? Well, you don't like the best game that ever walked the face of this planet?
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why, yeah. why you got to be a dick? Um, let, me
0: tell you, Garn- let me tell you, Garnet Lee, I unlocked uh, the Wanksta video. On blood and sand, and it was phenomenal. All right, <laughs> What of game Can you unlock the Wankster video? On
2: the Wankster watch video is
0: pretty you want.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, that's one. You know, that's
0: one thing we didn't mention, Jam, About blood and sand is it, uh, as unlockable as you unlock his music videos that you can watch. The you know, Wankster has a very
3: different meaning over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it probably does. It has a it has a meaning over here too. But Fifty Cent didn't give a fuck. He wrote a song <laughs> and, tra- and tried to change it. But I'm just
3: saying. I know. Yeah, yeah, i know. Just
2: By the way, if you're looking for, um, if you if you want to see um, my my favorite uh, review of Breath of the Wild, his name is Jim Sterling. If you don't know who he is, <laughs> you should definitely get to know this individual. It's um, a good name. Yeah, yeah, it is a good name. And his review <laughs> was his review called the Jimquisition. Uh, definitely stirred some pots. Uh, he gave oh, yeah, it a yeah, yeah, whopping yeah. trees. He had the Balls to give it a 7.5, seven point five, which, which in video game terms means he right. hated that pile of shit. Um, <laughs> I think I
0: heard about that. He got he got reamed for that, right?
2: He got DOS, dos attacks or DDoS, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, DDoS attacks, yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, let me tell you how little of a fuck he cared about any of the repercussions of that. <laughs> um He he kind of looked at it as like a wow, wow, okay, we're going there over this, but um, yeah. Yeah, so. I, I mean, Zelda was fun. I stopped playing it, but it was fun. <laughs> right, right, awesome, awesome, right. It was compelling, just not compelling enough to keep best me playing. Game it. ever, Cliff. yes, best game ever, yes, <laughs> yes. I have a Switch, and I have to justify my three hundred dollar purchase. Congrats, um, but uh, anyway, no, yeah, yeah, low blow, uh, <laughs> but, and I don't have a just stop. Um, what? How yeah. Dare you. All right. Fine. Nintendo, just start releasing Switch games. Is that good? Um, that's, that's good.
0: More, that's more of a just start. Just stop though. But.
2: Just stop. So, uh, all right. Well, I think we're going to call this to
3: a close. I think we're there. Um, but uh, if
0: Jam have a just stop, or did he already say just stop? Wasn't
3: wait, that kind of yours? Uh, well, my, mine was um, going to be easy anyway. But since oh, we were already sorry, I missed Nintendo, it. I was that was
2: Nintendo. my just stop there, Fred. <laughs> All right, I thought about it for
0: two weeks, and you forgot, and then you forgot it was mine after all that work. Well, I, I, I
2: thought we it. bled into his, but I I missed the, the merging, so um, that was my fault.
3: Well, my, my, my one's dead easy. Um, is, is Nintendo, can you just stop um, selling your Switch games £10 more than everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, Reggie
2: just suddenly emailed me. Uh, hold on, let me open the email. It's very official. It comes from Nintendo. Hold, oh, I have to sign an affidavit. Hold on. okay this is the official response from Reggie fils on can you stop charging 10 pound more for each game and he says oh it just says no (laughs) um so looks like thank you Reggie uh for that prompt and uh, abrupt answer and uh we look forward to paying 10 pound more uh or 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 1500 dollars more per game uh on the switch so Excellent.
0: Because of Jim, mm-hmm. he's raising it five <laughs> just to Yeah. Show you this <laughs> just in from sex dot like
2: com. Uh, the switch just went up higher in price. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: But uh, so I was gonna get a gaming PC anyway.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Um, wow, Zelda Breath of the Wild down to uh, fifty two bucks on the Switch. It's because more people own that game than own Switches, so <laughs> if you want it, it's open season. Um, so, oh, also this, Justin. It turns out that Splatoon Two now costs uh, sixty five quid in the UK. Thanks, Jam. That's that's great of you to do that for us. Uh, we're we're pleased about that. So. Mm-hmm. You say Splatoon? Splatoon. Sorry, splatoon. I, I listen to 8 <laughs> 4 Play. No, splat-toon. I listen to A4 Play, and JJ uh, <laughs> J. Epperson calls it Splatoon instead of Splatoon. Splatoon. Yeah, Splatoon. Right. Splatoon. It's a nice way to this put it. Seems kind of slightly vulgar. To say. Yeah, it's to say yeah, Splatoon. Splatoon. Getting a little vulgar on that. Uh... <sighs> All righty uh anybody want to pimp anything before we call it uh call it to a close um, no, I, think... I
0: was on the last episode of future monkeys holy so shit
2: and right yeah. after trees said that snipper clips went up in price this is crazy <laughs> jam what are you doing no i'm i'm kidding I'm sorry kidding, I'm i kidding, can't kidding, I'm kidding, help <laughs> so, reggie has sent another email he that. goes fucking take that um i don't mm-hmm. oh that was off the record okay that was off the record <laughs>
3: Buy a, buy a 2DS XL now. <laughs> oh,
2: yes. Yes, enjoy it. Um, oh, I like those. Yeah, those, those actually Sh- looked pretty good. Shop shop looking.
3: You, you, know, you know you could t- turn the 3D off right, Trees? No. <laughs> no, no, you can't.
0: Yeah, but it's not it's not new. I like new. Brand
2: new. I don't
3: know. That's the bit that makes me laugh about the new XL one. <laughs> there is a game
2: coming out on the Switch called Troll and I. Mm-hmm. Looks kind of that's awful. It looks kind of <laughs> like Papa EO Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. It's not out yet, but it's got a one star review on Amazon. How do you, how do they know it's awful? Oh, no. they've got an People. uncle who works at Nintendo, right? You remember this one, trees? My uncle works at Nintendo, and he told me the game is mm. shit. <laughs> 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 so, um, all right.
0: Oh. Boy. Yeah. So, anyways, I was on the last episode of Future Monkeys.
2: You check go it listen out. to that. FutureMonkeys.com. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's right. Sister podcast. Thank you. Yeah. hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Jam, anything you want to pimp? <laughs> ah, no, just just check us out on um, Gaming History 101 um, for more fun fun and frolics. <laughs> and, <shenanigans, laughs> and, of course, check our yes. Twitter as well. Woohoo. Check all our Twitters. Trees and Fred by Spartansmen and Trees is at Trees Lounge. and uh, Trees Lounge 00
2: trees Ah, and we are at the real gh 101 um because we're clever real deal yes (laughs) yes i do want to grab the twitter like fake the real gh 101 or something at uh... (laughs) anyway all right we're gonna call this one to a close with that we'll say peace out
0: later